Welcome back, everybody, to the Be Kind Rewind. That song never, ever, ever gets old. It's the highlight of the night. Um, actually, that's what we're going to do for the next hour and a half. We're just going to play that song. Just to you. Uh, well, welcome, everybody, uh, like I said, to the Be Kind Rewind. Uh, this is uh, your boy, Joey. We are, we've got something delicious planned tonight, uh, a little bit different. We're shaking things up. We're building a better Be Kind. And we're shaking things up a little bit. Today, tonight, we're talking about the 2005 Tim Burton, Johnny Depp, Charlie, and the Chocolate Factory, or it has been called OSHA's Eleven. Um, <laughs> uh, quite a lot to unpack here with this film. Uh, but first, I want to introduce our special guests for the evening. Uh, this is a special crossover episode. Uh, I've invited uh, the wonderful folks from the fake it until you bake it.com uh fake it until you bake it blog uh, pardon me for butchering that i'll have <laughs> all good. the links for you it's a mouthful it is um and and rightfully so i've got katie and cat or cats and katie however you want to say uh they run a really really interesting and fun um I'm cooking baking blog um they're on instagram and facebook uh they're trying to make baking accessible to everybody uh, say hello, everyone. How do you say this? Hi. Holla. Hey. Holla. <laughs> At Yo. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> uh, I had some fun clicking around on your guys' uh, blog the other day. Like, you guys had all sorts of really delicious things. Your pizza mm-hmm. dough looked Thank really you. good. Oh, oh thanks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, really, really, uh, really, really good stuff. Um, you were mentioning earlier uh, how you guys uh, met. You guys have been doing this <laughs> yeah. for a few months now and it's, it's really, you know, starting to get some legs and get some traction. So yep. yeah. I'm, I'm curious though, the story as to how you guys met. So I've had a, uh, I had an opportunity of working with Kat years ago yeah. on some fun projects. So I want to hear how you guys met. So we've known each other for what, like three or four years Almost now? Almost four years. Almost four years. Mm-hmm. Um, right on. actually the very first time Katie saw me, I remember seeing her look through the door as I was yelling at a parole officer. And <laughs> like you do, yeah, yeah like good dudes, Just, you know, <laughs> was, day at the office. was not my parole officer, but um, so she says, yeah, yet I don't know. Um, but it's so early in the day, <laughs> I saw her peek in. So, we work at the um police academy, we do scenario acting and scenario training for the police academy. So, basically, whatever role they tell us to play, we do, whether it be aggressor or victim or somewhere in between. So we could have been talking about Assignment Miami Beach tonight, but no, <laughs> we're talking, okay, <laughs> sorry. Or the movie Police Academy. Well, that's what I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> have, you, have you actually seen that, Katie? I, uh, yeah, it's been a few years. Have you seen, I a, haven't. Have you seen City Under Siege? <laughs> no. Or Assignment Miami Beach? I don't remember. I don't remember. Reno 911 uh, Miami? Nope. <laughs> nope. Oh, me neither. All right, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. So yeah, you guys no, met so each other yeah. at the Police so Academy. the very first time we worked together, um, I was actually pregnant, which they liked to incorporate into the scenarios. They thought it was hilarious. So <laughs> I was pretending to be a woman who had shacked up with her husband and she was, she was just finding out about it. And, yeah. uh, oh, it was so interesting. I come we home were from sharing, work. sharing some choice words with each other. <laughs> I come home from work and pregnant cat is with my husband in my apartment. Oh, so you know oh, where well. that goes. And so then the, the cops get called and they have to deal with it from there and yeah. basically figure out how to defuse the situation. Yeah. So our friendship nice. grew on a lot of That's certain hilarious. words and 
So, <laughs> but in between all of our traffic stops and scenarios, you have to kind of downtime to talk to each other. And we found we were always just talking about baking and yeah. Have you made weird. this recipe? Yeah, like she was the only person I've ever met who I feel like we mutually bake the same amount. Yeah, and other people think it's kinda, strange. Yeah, but we don't. So no, baking is fun. You guys yeah. watch a lot of those baking shows then? On oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. What's your yeah, favorite yeah. one? All of them. All of them. Uh, Great British Baking Show. That yeah, was what got me one. into it. That's yeah. a, for that's, a lot of people. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, and then I watch, you know, all the Food Network type mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. baking championships, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Zumbo's Just Desserts was fun. That was yeah. okay. Yeah, oh, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, it was Charlie in the Chocolate Factory ish. It's, it's very inspired. It yeah. yeah, you could totally see where they where they were coming from. Yeah, with that. totally. So, mm-hmm. um, perfect. Awesome. Well, let's get into then. All the stuff about treats and stuff is uh, is making me hungry. You actually actually <laughs> brought something that looks delicious that we're going to get into later. Um, I've been eyeballing it all night because uh, I'm a fat guy, and that's what we do. Um, <laughs> but uh, so we're going to get into what you guys brought in a little bit later. Uh, so we're going to get into the, the meat and potatoes before we have our dessert uh, for tonight. Um, <clears throat> we've had uh, Brett. Uh, you've heard Brett. Uh, uh, Hi. If you, if you are a frequent <laughs> listener to the show. Uh, for one, thank you specifically, that one person. Um, <laughs> that guy. Uh, you've heard Brett uh, kind of chime in from time to time, and tonight he was very much fired up enough to to want to take a more active role in tonight, and I'm really excited for, to hear what he has True. to say. Uh, Brett, go ahead and give us the 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 run run the uh, rundown 411 of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory for us. All right, I'll I'll blast through this. You're so. fine. <laughs> Uh, Take the time. Okay, okay, so Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Mm -hmm. Uh, Charlie Bucket lives with his impoverished family, mother, father, Grandpa George, Grandma Georgina, Grandma Josephine, and Grandpa Joe. Uh, The family lives near Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. Grandpa Joe, a former Wonka employee, tells Charlie the story of how Wonka closed his factory to the public due to corporate corporate espionage. One day, Wonka announces a contest in which he will place five golden tickets inside the wrapper of a Wonka chocolate bar, and whoever finds the ticket will be allowed entrance into the factory along with one guest. It is also said that one ticket holder will be given a very special prize at the end of the tour. A pudgy boy named Augustus Gloop is the first to find a ticket due to his overeating of chocolate. Next is Veruca Salt, whose dad runs a peanut factory and finds the ticket because her dad bought a large amount of bars. Then Violet Beauregard, who is an overambitious record-holding gum chewer. Then Mike TV, who is obsessed with video games and, you guessed it, TV. Finally, Charlie happens upon a ticket and decides to take along his grandpa, Joe. Once at the factory, the kids, along with their guests, meet Wonka. Wonka is an eccentric and weird man who seems to have a disdain for all the kids and their parents. He shows them around the factory, all the while the children are giving into their individual impulses and are dis dispatched by various machinations of the factory. Charlie, being the last one standing, is given ownership of the factory and is told that he cannot bring along his family. Wonka ran away from home when he was a young boy due to his father being a dentist and having a strong distaste for candy. Charlie reunites Wonka with his father, and Wonka has a change of heart, allowing Charlie to move himself and his family into the factory to run it with Mr. Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka. That's right. <laughs> I will point out that I'm really glad we did the synopsis to the movie that most people are probably at least cursory familiar with. Um, uh, and I'm seeing that I'm, I'm saying that in the most positive way because I, I think it's hilarious. <laughs> because if I again, this is one of those things that if you're listening to the show and you hadn't seen this movie, I thank you. You one particular person specifically. 
Um, well, they might so, just not have seen it for a while. No, that's true. I know. Yeah. I'm teasing you. That's what comedians do. Uh, all right. So, what? Cats and Katie. So, got a hold of you guys a couple weeks ago. Said, hey, we're going to do Charlie and Chocolate Factory. You yeah. said you hadn't seen it in a while, right? It's been a long time. And you had only seen it. Katie, you'd only seen it uh, less seen than 24. I've yeah. Yeah, like 20 years 20 ago. 20 years ago. Yeah. You had never seen this one, the Johnny Depp, Tim no. Burton version of it. So, uh-uh. all right, so you watched it last night. You popped it in, yeah, ate some popcorn. We did. And what did you think? <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say for a Tim Burton film, it okay. is not as Tim Burton y as a lot of his films are. Like, visually, yes, and yeah. special effects, but the actual storyline is a little less morbid than most of his usual kind of underlying movies. And, and, and that's ex- exactly uh, the, the, the interesting thing about this coming out of, um, you know, because you can't talk about this movie without mentioning Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. In fact, that the names of the movies are different is very much uh, apropos because this one is a more direct uh, uh, from the book. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's more... Uh, canonly accurate than than the Gene Wilder movie was uh, so much so that I was really surprised on what it actually made it into the movie the chocolate um, the the temple that he builds for the prince oh, in, right. in, in uh, India yeah was mm-hmm. from the book he built oh. a, a chocolate castle for them and then mm-hmm. it immediately melted have you um, guys read the book no I don't think so yeah. have you have you read the book recently Brett no no, Not recently, but when I was a kid. See, yeah, I read it too. And I read it after seeing that, obviously, the one from the movie from 1971. And there was a lot of stuff in the book that I was really surprised wasn't in the movie. I kind of wanted to see. Specifically, hmm. the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you show them, when they show the characters leaving the chocolate factory and how some of them become disfigured. Oh, right. And, and, and like the Mike TV's really super tall and flat. And, uh, Violet Beauregard is uh, all really flexible and blue, and I was really surprised that that wasn't in the movie. Yeah. Uh, I actually liked that from this movie, thinking that you kind of get that closure with all the characters that Mm -hmm. they've become transfigured by this experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot to to go uh, from this movie that's in the book. Um, The words that... So all the Impa Loombas are played by one person instead of multiple little people. Deep Roy. Deep Roy. Yeah, Deep yeah. Roy. From, yeah. Uh, he was in Big Fish and he was in a couple other. Never Ending Story. Yep, Never Ending yeah. Story. Yep, he was the. The Snail he, Man. Yep, the Snail Man. <laughs> Which I, I, I was going to, yeah, because that's not something that people are like, oh, yeah, that is the same guy. Um, I was reading, uh, not reading, but watching the special features on the disc last night. And the, the thing that struck me the most was that a lot of that stuff was um, layered on top of each other. So they didn't just film him once and then copy it around. Because some of those dance scenes are huge. Yeah. Right. The dance scene in the squirrel room, the dance scene in the chocolate room are huge. Mm-hmm. And what they did was they they plotted out how they wanted to move the camera. They had him sit, uh, stand in spot number one, do his dance, move to spot number two, and do the dance. That's exhausting. And three. It yeah. is exhausting. Oh, my god. Well, not only that, it's not in unison. Like, he's doing these yeah. flares that go across, and they had to do that there. Yeah. There was a scene where I, I'm, I'm drawing... It's either 27 or 57 Deep Roy's in the same scene, all different. And either one of those numbers, I think, is super, super high. Yeah. <laughs> Both of those numbers are way up there. I was thinking while I was watching it that that was like yeah. the hardest working guy in the movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I, very much so. He is actually 
the like main character. <laughs> he had he the most time. He did. Really, he really, he really did. did. And to, to watch the, it's it's almost adorable when you watch the special feature on the disc because he yeah they filmed it in like this little dance room and he's just going through and he's like I've never done any of these things before because he's got a really he's got a really high voice uh-huh. but kind of an accent. Uh, he's just an adorable man. That's I think funny. he's yeah. just was so funny and. But when I first saw the movie, because I saw it in the theater in 05, I was kind of put off because I thought that was really bizarre that they had a small um, Indian guy play the Oompa Loompa because that's still kind of, I don't know, that's kind of problematic in a way. Right. The, the Oompa Loompas are, for all intents and purposes, I'm going to say enslavened in a way because yeah. they... I mean, he pays them in cocoa in beans. In cocoa beans, yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> he's, he's definitely them, exploiting them. But he is definitely, sure. yeah, he's right? definitely but, exploiting this workforce. Well, Katie actually even said last night when we watched it, she's like, oh, so the Oompa Loompas in this one are just like a small person. Yeah. Like, they're not... They're little aborigines. Yeah. 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 Uh, as opposed to being played by little people. Yeah. Well, uh, he, Deep Roy is a little person. He's, well, yeah, he's four he foot four. Yeah, that's true. He's but they made him look as far as like, they made him like small. They make him look like 13, a mini person 13, yeah, instead of an actual tall. like little person. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> if you can like understand what that means. I, I thirteen. He's he, the Oompa Loompas are supposed to be thirteen inches tall, according oh, to tiny. the according oh. to how they how they scaled them down is that they were thirteen inches wow. tall. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's. Yay, big. A, a foot, but a lot of those scenes, they don't. He doesn't look that. Yeah, it is like a baker's dozen. <laughs> uh, can I just since we're, you're talking about that? Yeah, I right. looked it up, and the original Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, they actually so all of the Oompa Loompas are portrayed by a different actor, and they mm-hmm. employed uh, I think twenty little people, and, yeah. which I think is cool because yeah. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, they just employed one, one little yeah. person. So it's, kind was, of, right. it's interesting that Tim they decided to made them even smaller. So why did it matter? Made them smaller. Anyway. And That's yeah. what I mean is they like made a little person littler. Yeah. It was just strange that the way they yeah. did it. Yeah, it looked off. Yeah. But yeah. we're supposed to be nice. Let's <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. be nice. <laughs> but no, it, well, this was, you know, this is one of my first takes where it's yeah. like, man, that is kind of a little bit off-putting. Mm-hmm. But that was just, that was just me. Um, so well, I'm clearly not. <laughs> I, well, I remember the first time I saw it thinking it was funny that it was the same guy. I mean, I was, I don't know how old. Well, in 05, I mean. I was a teenager-ish. You were a teenager-ish? Yeah. Um, I remember thinking it was funny at the time because he does play every single character. So mm-hmm. even like Doris when they're going down Doris to the is office. hilarious. Yeah. 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 Like, Doris. Hi Doris. <laughs> like, it is funny that And they I did like do that they show differentiation between them as opposed to in the original where even though they're played by different people, they're all exactly the same. Yeah. You can kind of well, yeah, until they get close you can say there's different dudes, but mm-hmm. but even like the words that even though it's Danny Elfman's doing the music, if you even look at the credits, it's music by Danny Elfman, lyrics by Roald Dahl. Uh, mm. Roald Dahl, the mm. the author. They're yeah. the books. They're the they're the lyrics from the book, as oh, opposed okay. to the lyrics from the original seventy one movie, where it's just kind of something they came up with. So if you look yeah. in the book, the the words they're saying came from the book. Well, and mm. I feel like in the original movie, they kind of were trying very hard to take opportunities to be, like, kind of finger wagging, for you know, warning to children, like if because like the yeah. children all kind of represent you know different sins like gluttony or whatever and i feel like i've heard that yeah they try to kind of push that point home in the original one where in this one it's more kind of just about like 
oops, <laughs> like yeah. he made a mistake. Now he's a there's, there's stuck yeah. in a tube. There's a, there's <laughs> a couple of moments specifically with Willy Wonka that uh, was I think really telling as far as uh, the the direction that obviously that they took the character. And yeah. We're gonna get into that here in a little bit. Um, I had actually never seen the movie before because I thought it was I thought his character was super scary. For some reason, I got a that Tim impression. Burton film, maybe. Yeah, I think it was because be... it was Tim Burton. I figured it was scary, so I never had my kids watch the new one. Okay, she because kept, I she thought... kept waiting for him to turn into like yeah, a and that's what I kept. Yeah. At the end. I kept saying during the beginning, I'm like, so is this get really scary? I like we had my nine year old daughter go upstairs, and she I didn't have her watch it to, because but... I was like so afraid it was gonna get like creepy for some reason. I don't know why, but then when I saw it, I'm like, they totally could have watched this a long time ago. The... You are, I, I get, yeah, you, you do expect something darker well, he's super creepy. than yeah. what's presented. And mm-hmm. yeah. they, they kind of like with the little, the, the, anim, the, the marionette, uh, mm-hmm. the puppet, the puppet uh-huh. theater. Yeah, right away. show at the very beginning. Yeah, like my, yeah, I watched it with my four year old last turned. night and I'm almost, because I, I, it'd been a while, like, I don't know if he's going to want to see this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it was okay. He yeah. laughed like an idiot. Like, yeah. but, <laughs> he, um, uh, doing this show, I've exposed him to a lot of crazy movies. So, um, <laughs> yeah. And I thought for sure, I, was, I don't think he was going to want to, but he, he loved it. Yeah. He's been he's been singing Willy Wonka all day long. Willy Wonka. Lucky for you. Chocolate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, he doesn't get the, he doesn't get the word. He just gets Willy Wonka, Willy Wonka. There's a oh. fat one and a small one. Willy Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's been I, singing all day. I will say for the musical score, I was a little disappointed yeah. in this one. Because it's abrasive without necessarily being... It's trying to be whimsical without being listenable. Like, it's not a soundtrack you want your children to have. The, the DVD, and the, have to hear over The and DVD over. did have a commercial for the soundtrack mm-hmm. before the movie started. And that was the first thing I thought. She was like, who's going to want to buy this and I listen to this CD? I said that during the movie, remember? I'm like, no one would buy this soundtrack. <laughs> no no yeah. one. I'm driving to work. <laughs> no. no. It's like, no. It's not even food. a kid. I'm well, pretty it's just, positive. It's grating. The voices are grating. The yeah. music is grating. It's not. That's Danny Elfman singing is it he, he sings these words yeah. yeah yeah he did the songs and he sung the songs which i'm not and i get a lot of flack for saying this i'm not a danny elfman fan Same. as far as the only his, thing his... i know is he's the, the simpsons song he's the one who wrote mm-hmm. the simpsons yes. right he did the simpsons beetlejuice oh, okay. uh men in black uh so Spider-Man. yeah i can Spider-Man's. see i can see where that all fits in yeah um he's done a lot of yeah well a lot of the tim burton movies he's done of course this okay. was their first collaboration they did together after I just read it before. This was one of their first collaborations they did a while after um I think I want to say uh Christmas uh Nightmare Before Christmas. Well, Danny oh, Elfman I... was the singing voice of Jack Skellington. Was as he? Well. Okay. Was he? Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't know okay. that either. So. And I think this was I think what was notable about Danny Elfman singing on this is it was the first time he had sung on the soundtrack since um since Nightmare Before Christmas, because mm-hmm. I think he was still doing the music, but he was. Yeah, this oh, okay. is the first time he was actually like. Yeah, but it, it, what it, it a, was what a great comeback. <laughs> <laughs> well, <I'm>, worth <laughs> it. <laughs> Leading up to Way this, to there's there's a guy. lot of there's a lot that that went into this that should have been, uh, for all intents and purposes, when you look at the backstory of where this came from and who was involved in making it, it should have been a slam dunk. Hmm. And it wasn't. And, I, and I've got some, and I, you know, obviously we've got our own opinions on that. Um, so then you got some really good questions you wrote down here, Brett. Uh, 
Yeah, I'll ask you since you were first, you're 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 new to <laughs> to this. Oh no. Out of those, which was your favorite quote unquote death? Out of those kids. Oh. Which one did you like the best? Mm. That I thought was the coolest. Probably. Um, uh, it's kind of a tie because I hate both of those bratty girls. <laughs> <laughs> they fuck me. Those girls. I thought those girls stole it. This movie. I, they I are so oh, they do. They oh, are with their side gosh. glances They're like at oh, each yes. other and so side oh, yes. Like yeah. it drives me crazy. Let's so probably be either best friends. Oh yeah, you catty bitches. Oh, I love it. <laughs> either one oh. of them. I think. Oh my Either goodness. one of those probably. Yeah. Although I felt they were both a little underwhelming. Like. Yes. She's standing there chewing the gum, uh, Violet, and like everyone just kind of backs away and lets her do it. Like yeah. it's so like. Well, she did that in the in seventy one too. She's right. like it helps herself, yeah, right. and and does that for sure. Yeah, but I mean, she's so slowly turning blue, and he's telling them, you know. Well, what's little, funny is Cat was like yelling at the TV as it's happening, <laughs> like Spit like she's up. the mom. She's like, why is she not spitting it out right now? Why is no one telling her to spit it out? The, the parents are pretty lackadaisical in this <laughs> yeah. movie, right? Like oh, they're all horrible. Yeah, they are very like <laughs> yeah, wow. That's they really... just kind of all stand there and let their kids like they all they everything all... happen to them. <laughs> they all look at the kids like horrific things, the horrific things happening to them, like Willy Wonka did in the first one yeah and oh, it's not even no, like they're shocked they're stop. like oh crap. yeah they're almost yeah there's oh they're okay. trying to hold back their glee that their kid is just getting right, <laughs> right. did you have a favorite death cat my favorite is the veruca one but it's because of the scene where Willy Wonka is trying to get the keys to open it. Oh, to that get was the best. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that was clever. so good. So there, clever. There it is. Oh, there yeah. it isn't. Like, <laughs> I mean, is it bad during that when I was like, rip her face off? Yeah, she, <laughs> and again, she's expecting this to turn into a horror yeah, film. So I'm she's like, like thinking, those squirrels like, are going to tear gonna her face off. And like, her skin's going to mm-hmm. come off and her limbs. But no, then they just knock. And I'm like, oh, really? That's and all? The, and it was just a tiny gate. That it was, yeah, he could have easily stepped over if he was motivated to save his daughter. Yeah. Some of his facial expressions when he couldn't find the keys, like, oh, mm, oh well, yeah. <laughs> oops. There, there's moments where there's some brilliant yeah. scenes. Yeah. And, and the timing, and the Willy timing Wonka. when he puts the key in the exact right key right like after it happens, I thought was goes, done very yeah. well. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's freaking amazing. Yeah, uh, Veruca Salt's uh, quote unquote death is my absolute favorite yeah. for a couple of different reasons. Well, for one, I we we re- we rehabilitate squirrels. In my house. Oh yeah. Oh. I don't have any right now, but last fall we had 16 squirrels in my house. Whoa. Whoa is right. Yeah. yeah. That'd um, be awesome. Yeah, we we I had some squirrels, um, and they were wonderful. The squirrels that we uh, that they used for this movie were trained squirrels. No, they really did. They did this. I thought they were. They CG. got them as babies. Yeah, they did. They got them oh, as babies. No and way. And they spent 10 weeks training training the squirrels to sit on their little stools. To oh. pick up the walnut, click, 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 click break yeah. it open, take out the, the the walnut, put it in a little conveyor belt, and toss the shells aside. How now that I know it that, took that's them so ten magical. Because yeah. I thought that was all like CGI. CGI. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that was so. Real. In the original, is it geese or and they were squirrels? Goose. They were geese. Okay, were no, geese. the book. I guess I'm asking. Oh, in the book, I think it's squirrels. Okay, I really? Think it's squirrels. Interesting. Yes. Like I said, I haven't read the book since I was in elementary school. Yeah, and, I, and I meant, I'm sure I did when I was a little kid, but I, I just meant, don't remember. I meant to bring it because I wanted this very question. So if you're right. listening to this and we haven't answered this question during the episode, but please uh, answer the, that question in the comments of uh, this link, please. Yeah. 
um, in the book. Is it squirrels? Is it geese? What is it that does Veruca salt in? Probably otters or something. Probably that'd be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Little otters. I don't know what they would sort. They can't lay eggs or sort. Nuts, maybe. But sea urchins are very profitable. So. Sea urchins are. <laughs> they're, they're, for one, that room is beautiful. It's like mm-hmm. a nice, calming swirl into the center. Yeah. yeah. And I think that there's something very. And I and I noticed this right away in 05 and it was just as prominent last night. I mean, this movie's 14 years old now, if you believe yeah, it. Yeah. Right. Um, when she, the squirrels attack her, they pick her up, they realize that she's a bad nut mm-hmm. and put her in the garbage chute. That's when um, the key works and he opens the gate. <laughs> There's this moment of self-realization on Mr. Salt's face where mm-hmm. he realized that every bad, terrible quality of his daughter is his absolute fault. Yeah. He's yeah. absolutely and Willy Wonka, all he does is open the gate. Yeah. And tells her tells him, Hey, we're gonna we may or may not be turning this this uh um furnace on tonight. So or today, so you better go get her. Yeah. And he just steps back and says, You accept your fate, you did this. And there's this moment of he's walking himself to his mm-hmm. demise. He has to get pushed at the very end by the squirrel. <laughs> but it was his own um, <clears throat> uh, his own doing, and I think that was very—I don't know. There was always a point. Yeah. He's maybe the, the only parent in the film who really exactly. seems like he yeah. has kind of a like, yeah. A not out. not yeah. once do they. Uh, yeah, you don't get that from anybody that they get it. Yeah, but he yeah. got it yeah. at the time. The rest of them, I mean, Missy Pyle, oh, is freaking amazing. But uh, Violet Beauregard's mom. Oh is yeah, so, She's so funny. Good. She was oh. killing me. Yeah. Oh my gosh, she's I could, so funny. Missy Pyle. It's. I think that's that's it's. She's criminally underrated as yeah. an actress, as a character actress. I, I think, think the only amazing. other thing I've seen her in is Galaxy Quest, which yep. she does. Oh, she was awesome in Galaxy in Quest. Yeah. Uh, I believe she was in uh, uh, Dodgeball. I've seen her. Yeah. I don't know what I've seen her in. I know I've seen her. I can't think of. Yeah. Don't mind. Yeah, You've never seen a movie, Katie. Yeah, you don't watch movies, In like the one or two movies I've seen, she was in it. She was in all three movies I've seen. She Uh, do TV? She was in the, uh, I believe she was in the made-for-TV movie of Inspector Gadget 2 with French Stewart. Oh, that must be the one you've seen. She's like, oh, yeah, that's the one that I've Oh, that's the one movie I saw? No. No, I know I've seen her because she looks super familiar. I just can't think of where from. Uh, Kat, you were saying before we started recording that you had some opinions on the cast. And since we're oh, yeah, talking for about like the cast. Cast to cast. I do feel like all of the parents, they did a better job characterizing them in this movie and making them extremes of what they were meant to be in the original. Uh, I think yeah. Aesthetic, aesthetically, yeah. Yes, you sure. saw them and you instantly knew exactly mm-hmm. that niche stereotype that they were. Yeah. I like yes. that they differentiated all of the grandparents into different characters. In the first one, they're very homogenized. Well, in the second one, I feel like they kind of each have their own little quirks. They, they, yeah, they. Uh, a, a lot of people have pointed out that um, Mike TV's dad, um, the serial killer, the serial killer, yes, the serial one, killer, um, was one of the standout parents. I, I think Mrs. Gloop is uh, just fine. She's I mean, that's, similar, uh, very similar, I thought, to the it, original. It's a specific yeah, niche, and that's yep, perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, you've got. Uh, Missy Pyle as as Mrs. Beauregard, which was Stan Beauregard in the original Car Salesman, which fit I think her loudmouth personality. But this is a much different take now. Yeah. That she's more of 
the former uh, baton twirling yeah. Yeah. and now she's I've got, got a, a few ribbons mostly yeah. in baton mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so good yeah that she's kind of riding the coattails of her of her very very talented daughter totally um, uh, Veruca Salt's dad is just that stuffy waspy british kind of yeah, perfectly fine yeah i'm rich <laughs> yeah the, like totally, yeah. the young yeah. like overdone up wife too yeah yeah he does yeah, yeah. And, and then and then mike tv's dad which adds a little bit more which he looks like the btk killer <laughs> he does, <laughs> he does with okay that hair and then his that hair and then his wife who's just like so like anti-energy yeah like you here and you feel there. tired for mm-hmm. her yeah 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 the darker take on Mike TV, I think, in this movie is really, really good. Right. I really like. At first, I was like, "Oh wow, he's got a big, huge, like cyber skull on his shirt," but yeah. it's way more an authentic, uh, I think, authentic take. I think mm-hmm. on Mike TV if he was a contemporary now than he was even in the seventies one. He was still yeah. playing the, the the he was dressed as a cowboy the whole time, mm-hmm. which even in the seventies was they were over it. Yeah, you know, cowboys in India wasn't something that was. Uh, so, Cowboys, uh, that kind of genre wasn't as 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 popular Can as I it had been 20 years. make an observation here? No, please. That's why, yes, this is, I, yeah. I think the point and the idea that we haven't, none of us have mentioned Charlie from either the original <laughs> or this one oh. is evident of his, like, lack of importance in specifically this movie. He's yeah. really not. And. He just stands in the background most of the time. Yeah. Sp- by on purpose yeah they, yeah when i was yeah. reading up on this they did that on purpose they wanted him to be an every man but they also you know cast freddie highmore who is far yeah oh he is a delight who is far from an every man and you could tell that his yeah. kid's got a pretty good career since yeah then. right on tv and norman bates and stuff but i actually loved oh. the beginning of the movie where it was just charlie with his family yeah. i was like uh-huh. i fucking love this family i want right. them yeah. i want to like stay here i don't so even want to go to the factory yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it seemed, it was kind of like it's a wonderful life you yeah. know type vibe yeah. And I yeah. I hated Charlie in the first one. I thought he was worse than any of the other kids, honestly. <laughs> he's entitled. He's like, I want this ticket more than anyone else, and I'm not going to get it because we don't have any money. Like, he was a <laughs> terrible child. I'm sorry. He, he didn't. He deserved they nothing. They did, yeah. <laughs> he broke yeah. the rules. He still thought he should win. Like, a little pop. Yeah, he still, yeah, he did. Cool. He, and by all he was super angelic. It's the fact that he, he figured it out. Yeah. Right. And didn't get caught with the fizzy lifting drinks. Like, right. oh, come on. You're not an innocent in this at all. No, he's yeah. not. Absolutely not. Yeah. Um, in this one, though, he is the everyman, the, every, yeah, the, the most Oh, yeah. He's like sweet deserving. and innocent, yes. and you want him. To yes, find it. you do. Yeah. You do. Why is this movie called Charlie in the Chocolate Factory as opposed? It seems like the title when were it's kind actually of more about Wonka. Willy Wonka this time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's because the original book was Charlie. They changed right. it to Willy in the seventies. Oh. Um, well, the movie was Willy Wonka. My, I, I should have. I know that the the family hated that movie. The original? The original movie. Roald Dahl's family. Roald Dahl's family did. Yeah. Did not like it at all. They didn't like the take of, they didn't like Gene Wilder's take. They didn't like a lot of things that they I can understand that. I wonder what they would think of the second one, though. Well, here's the thing. They loved it. Get out of town. His daughters, yeah, uh, Lisa and Lissy are their names, loved it. They, uh, for them to make this movie, it took them years. They were they were working on this movie in the, in the late 90s is when oh. they were getting the ball rolling on this movie. And the reason why it took 
almost 10 years from that was because the family had very specific criteria. They wow. really liked what they did with with chart with um James and the Giant Peach. Oh, okay. And so that's why they were okay with Tim Burton hmm. doing it. Yeah. Um, they but they loved it. They liked everything about it. Um it was funny when I was reading it they said that um it was Tim Burton who who suggested Tim, uh, Johnny Depp for the role of Willy Wonka, and they really liked that idea. Well, who else would he have said for the movie? I know, really, right? Like, oh, here's a thought. Hmm. Johnny Depp. <laughs> yeah. Of course, you're going to make Johnny Depp. Really uh, thinking outside the box yeah, on that job. one, Burton. Good job. <laughs> and, and, I, and I will admit that I'm – and, and again, people have a very strong opinion about this. I'm formally on the fence of Helen and the Bottom card. Hmm. I think that – in the right role, she kills it. Other roles, she's just there because she's because she's Helena Bottom Carter. Yeah, I think in this role, I think is one of her better roles. Um, I I, personally I think she think did so. exactly she what did. she was supposed to do. Oh, yes, in that yeah. Part. I mean, it was yeah. it, She didn't. She yeah. She she played the role and she didn't make it this grandiose character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what I enjoyed about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very subdued. Charlie's mom. <laughs> I'm aware. Charlotte's mom. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. You never know. We should have just like printed out pictures and put their names <laughs> put them to the put wall. them on the wall behind. We have this dry erase board. We like, don't that. use their name like in real life. Mrs. So, just okay. use their name. So we are going to we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take a little break. We're going to have some delicious treats. I want to have you guys talk about the treats you brought because really this breaks down to Johnny Depp and Gene Wilder, and I think there's some really important things that we need to discuss about this before we get into that um i think we want to enjoy some of these things that you brought and i want you guys to talk a little bit about it sure awesome um, so uh we will be back and when you hear us again we'll be talking about these delicious treats that all right so what'd you guys bring what you got today um well since this movie basically fetishizes Sugar and candy. It does. Pretty much. <laughs> Very much so. We were like, we what can we kind make of all out? This that is, will give you cavities. Maybe a little <laughs> different from our usual. Whoa. Yeah, this style. isn't what we normally wow. like. Yeah, yeah, this is way outside of what you guys have posted on your. Oh, yeah. Oh, this looks delicious. If you guys can see this at home. I didn't think this through. That This is a uh, an audio <laughs> podcast. No, we're I'm taking a picture of this. This is delicious. So what these medium. are. They're bright, they're teal and pink. They're what are these? What am I looking at here? Okay, so this one is an Oreo ball. An Oreo it's ball. Like an Oreo. Okay, yeah. so truffle, these are, okay, it's will. a truffle. It's like a truffle. Okay, wonderful. So this one's made out of Oreos and this okay. one's made out of animal crackers. Okay, Not so. animal so like the circus animal yeah. like, like frosted yeah. oh. like frosted animal. So they have like And these sprinkles. are the ones with the frosting on it? The yeah. frosted Both animal of them cookies? have are frosted okay. and then the circus animal cookies. The circus yeah. animal cookies are frosted. Circus animal cookies have nerds on the top of it. Ooh, As a nod to Willy goodness. Wonka. Yeah. Yes, perfect. Yeah. Totally. Willy perfect. Wonka candy. Perfect. Yeah. So you've got these beautiful teal. Um, they're like, they almost look like, they're truffles, right? Yeah. Right. So kind of like, if you don't know what truffles are, um, like cake pops without the stick. Yes, That's exactly. Like. That's exactly what it is. Uh, they're beautiful teal with multicolor sprinkles on the top, and the pink ones have nerds on the top. And I cannot wait to try these. Um, one of each, do it. I'm doing it. I'm Dig doing in. one of do each. It. So do it. This is the... Um, this is the circus animal one. What type of stuff do you guys normally? Yeah, what's your normal why we enjoy? Um, Thank you so much. So I, I, I would say we <laughs> we kind of thrive on 
baking from scratch. So like yeah. these have Oreos obviously as a base or circus animals. We would usually be like, well, let's make our own Oreos is like the kind of thing we would go for instead. Mm, or okay. not like not using a cake mix, how do you make it from the very base level ingredients? We're not usually into... Did you come up with this idea? Yeah. The, the circus animal cracker ones we did. The yeah. cookies. The circus animal, these are delicious. Thanks. I have to admit, these are... Um, yeah, you could totally taste the circus animal ones. Yeah. And I thought... It's mixed with cream cheese inside. Oh. Oh, my goodness. So it's super yes. rich. No, it, they're delicious. At first, I thought they were the ones that were uh, playing with the frosting smeared on top, not the ones that were coated all Yeah, no, the ones the that are, like, coated in the pink and white the, frosting with the sprinkles with on the it. With the round sprinkle dots. So then when you bite into it... inside. Yes. Oh. And it's, like, crunchy inside. Oh, and at first, you're oh. like, why is this crunchy? And then you're like, oh, crap, it's the sprinkles that are on the cookies. Yeah, so good. Delicious. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, yeah, so we do sweet and savory recipes, and it's it's everything. It's cookies, yeah. cakes, cupcakes, um, bread. bread from scratch, um, cinnamon rolls, and, Kelly's like, anything you could possibly think of that you can bake and you is guys, on our blog. Now, All the recipes are From on what there. I read, you guys do classes as well, We right? do, right. locally. Okay. So yeah. we do in-home. You're not going to fly across the world to do that? Well, I mean, if I was going to pay tonight, I will fly out tonight on a red eye. If you are listening to this we are from ready. Scotland, fake I got it my you bag packed. It. We'll, <laughs> we'll fly to your place and make you circus animals. You live in France. I will oh. be right there. Oh, well, Ooh la la. Oh, Ooh la la. So... Our in-home baking classes are kind of like those paint and sip type nights where we come to you with all the ingredients that you need and for all you the and tools. your guests and all the tools. All you need is an oven, basically, and yeah. we will walk you through three or four recipes. Mm-hmm. So for our, we just did a bread making class last week. We did a one-hour bread loaf, a like artisan sourdough type loaf, and a garlic butter breadstick recipe with the group and then everyone gets to take home everybody gets to taste it everybody eats it while we're there fresh out of the oven and, and then the they... point of this is the experience yeah and they and get to learn they're how... watching us prepare the recipes so they're learning as they go they have a printed out recipe in front of them and so they can like make notes and then they feel comfortable it's also very hands-on we let yeah, them we let try them how do, to do a lot things. of it it's very this is what your dough should feel like go touch it and see how it should feel this is where I, your flexibility lies. I love this. Yeah. I Oh, my gosh. It's yeah. so much this fun. So and good. then they see us do it. They help do it. They bake it. We Then they taste it. And then they feel comfortable being able to go home and make it. Because and sometimes when you just go online, you, like, Google a recipe and you print it. And you're, like, in your kitchen and there's, like, 400 directions. And you're, like, and you're like what, what the, the crap? crap does shaggy mean? The dough should be shaggy. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> What the frick? Like, is this firm? I don't know. Is it hard as a rock? I this don't is not high know. enough to be a right? <laughs> Yeah. And then you make a recipe and you spend all this money on all these ingredients and you go to make it and halfway through you realize that you were like out of order and like crap's not turning out right and you like killed the yeast and the bread won't rise and you like throw everything away and you're like... <laughs> and I'm like banging Katie's on the table because I'm pissed. No, I'm just kidding. But it's also, we're very accessible to anyone who's taken our classes. So people have yeah. our numbers. They have our, they can message us. So we have some li- awesome ladies who did our first cinnamon roll class that yeah. we ever did. And we seriously will get messages from them at nine o'clock at night. Like, is this supposed to look like this? And yeah. so they'll like, walk I'm them through it. I'm trying this tomorrow. And and like, is this okay? And yeah. So it's very um, That's wonderful. Yeah. accessible to help people 
get their head start from yeah ba- we from like baking. walking people through things and making them realize that it's really not as hard as you think it is and once you've done it a few times it's you have so like, much flexibility yeah in. it's so easy and a oh, lot well, of people also, are super intimidated by baking. Like, they'll, people constantly will say to me, like, oh, I cook, but I am not baking. Like, I do not bake. I Baking to me is more fun. See, I mean, me too. Cooking is fun, but yeah. baking is lovely. Yeah, yeah. I tried to make some pie cakes a walk a few years oh, ago. Fun. No, that, that turned out really bizarre. They were delicious. <laughs> but Sorry. Yeah, that, they, that was fun. So, yeah, that's hilarious. If I ever have you guys come to a baking at my house, yeah. Yeah. We're, when? we're gonna make some when pie- when, when? You know? not if, yeah, not if. <laughs> when. So when you guys come by, we're gonna make yeah. some pie cakes. I try. There's one time I get. It's when you get creative that you. It's either amazing like this, delicious thing, or it gets bizarro. Yeah. I, I took. I thought, okay, so I'm, I'm buying off the off the shelf frozen pies and putting in these cakes, and they're turning out amazing. <laughs> that's super funny. Yeah, it literally, it was like a a, a, a boxed spice cake that I yeah. put a pecan pie in. Yeah, yeah. It was delicious. <laughs> that is funny. I, it was so delicious. Yeah. So I thought, okay, how can I how can I shake this up? All right, I'll use a white like vanilla cake, and I will pu- I will put one of those frozen Hillshire Farm coconut cakes <laughs> in it. <laughs> In the batter, <laughs> cover it up with the with the batter, and then yeah. bake that. Yeah, I'm pretty positive. No, it, oh, it didn't work out. It did not work out. Cause I swear <laughs> you can take one of those box cake mixes and do the most random yeah. stuff with That's them. Funny. Like, pretty positive you can't ruin it. But well, now you, I know you. If can. you put a hill, sh- yeah, if you put one of these frozen. <laughs> other cakes Stuff in it with it. a frozen all the cake frosting and... came up and i just had this square gross oh, looking oh. like just nasty it looked like a cooking sponge <laughs> gross just... but did it taste delicious is the question yeah it was, yeah it was, it was it was delicious and See? I ate it. it just looked awful yeah not as good as the the pecan pie cake it was but <laughs> the, cake. The, the, the 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 coconut one was gross that's super funny uh, but these are delicious Thanks. and are you going to put these on your blog how to yeah make eventually them, we'll put the recipe on okay. the blog so, yeah Perfect. Can I have another Oreo one? You yes. may. Yeah. Like you can have five if you want. They're they're so good. Yeah, they are. I delicious. turned my mic off because I was just going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here. I mean, I was wondering what the noises were, but it's fine. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't you tapping the table. Nope. No, it was my stomach. I mean, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I was pounding with my fists. I get I, super passionate I, about both things. of these are delicious, and I think I'm gonna have to have another animal yeah. cracker one because I'm gonna oh, try this one. Please do. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, you brought them, so yeah. I mean, I guess. I Let mean, me they haven't killed the you. Dish that you no, they haven't. It didn't kill yet, you, so, so I guess it's. Safe. I'm yeah, share we were this we dish. were waiting to watch what happened to you guys. <laughs> yes. I'm yes. like, cat. I'm pretty sure they're still breathing. What that. if we just started turning into giant animal crackers? <laughs> Actually, what you don't know about this is it's an entire meal in one bite. <laughs> do you taste the roast beef? <laughs> do you feel the tomato soup running down your throat? I do. I'm all covered in hair like the one Luba. <laughs> These are delicious. Thank you so much for bringing these. these yeah, are, yeah, yeah, absolutely perfect. I haven't tasted it with the nerds on top. They're they're delicious yeah. and whimsical and perfect for this, and I am just tinkled tickled pink. Yeah, I like went to I, great lengths to to schedule this out so you guys would bring me some treats, and I'm glad that I, <laughs> the you're the, like this podcast isn't even airing. These mics aren't really <laughs> on. No, the walls drop away and it's just an empty warehouse. And me and Brett are sitting there just smiling. Ah, suckers! We run away. It's like it's a is, scene from Mission Impossible. Yeah. <laughs> it's like what you expect to happen in Willy Wonka. Exactly. <laughs> uh, All right. So getting back to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Um. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. The um just to, to, to follow up there, the, the Charlie from two thousand five is 
without question more of a wholesome young kid mm -hmm. uh the fact that he's so ingenuine you don't he doesn't you buy for a second that he loves his family and that's why he's right. doing it um totally from, well, from, from my, the very uh, beginning even he offers to sell the ticket of his own accord yeah and yeah. his grandpa tells him like no are you yeah. a dummy no this when he shares the chocolate bar, I know that was in the original one, mm -hmm. in the 71 as well, but when I was watching it and he shared the chocolate bar with his family, yeah. I was like, oh boy, I yeah. love this kid. Yeah, <laughs> he's so super sweet. Yeah, he was the voice of reason that like, oh, we mm -hmm. could be making a lot of money by this. This is probably the most valuable thing in existence at that moment. I yeah. mean, yeah, we can get $1,500 even more. No, you were talking millions of dollars that you could get. Yeah. If your entire world, if this is the most sought after thing in the year, how much money did, did uh, Violet, uh, Baruch Assault's parents spend right? buying mm -hmm. warehouses full of chocolate yeah. bars? That was like millions of the, Yeah, he would have spent millions of yeah. dollars to pay yeah. a whole where, warehouses full of people. Yeah. To complete up and his entire revenue stream because they shelled nuts before. Yeah. Uh, unbelievable that he's like, no, it's not. Like you could, you could buy several chocolate factories with how much he could have sold that ticket for. Do you know that it bothers me that the cashier at the store did not give Charlie change <laughs> <laughs> for his? You candy noticed bar? that too, yeah. You he, did he notice buys that. Ten pounds. I was like, wait, and, sucker, where's wait, no, his you, change? You owe him. You owe him nine pounds, right? At least, if right? Not, if not, yeah. I was like. Mm, I don't think so. You That's need why to Charlie's that poor. Over. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can't don't change. He's just been screwed Our his whole son life. is so <laughs> sweet and wholesome. We put him in charge of the checkbook, too. Oh, my gosh. Oh, this scurry and rickets is so much fun. The biggest mistake we ever made was making our nine-year-old son our accountant. <laughs> no wonder we live in a crooked house that's falling down. <laughs> yeah, the grandparents are all like 61 years old. Right. <laughs> they had just... And they're all like bedridden. Yeah, and... they're bedridden. Until they find the golden ticket. That's oh, and then he dances. Grandpa Joe, you can't yeah. work. The, right yeah, now. the fact that, that that Facebook meme has come up lately with, yeah, Grandpa Joe just lays in bed until he has something that's good for him. Or yeah. Something fun that he can do, and he dances around like an idiot. Yeah. So he was just being a dick before. He was. Yeah. Exactly. He was fine. <laughs> I remember as a kid, I noticed that. Like, wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. What are you doing, buddy? You're like, what? <laughs> At least in the first movie, they try to make it look like he like has to work his way back up to walking Strength. all day in a factory yeah. the day yeah, before. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah, sure. So, so now this is the big question, um, and we were talking about before we got started, Johnny Depp. Obviously cast as Willy Wonka because it is a Tim Burton film. What did you think about that? What did you think about his portrayal? Um, I, I mean, you were thinking it was a monster. <laughs> that <he> was gonna... <laughs> I was. I was like, when is he going to start pulling people's faces off? <laughs> go so ahead. What are you, what are your, go ahead. Um, I, I thought he had some very good moments. Like I said, like with the keys, there were some comedic timing things that were mm -hmm. great or some little one-liners that weren't necessarily maybe his creation but that were good like the puppet burn center and trauma center <laughs> that's recently that was put in you know? so funny when he's like that was recently, <laughs> Re recently put in added. um <laughs> yeah earlier in the day <laughs> yeah like <laughs> an hour ago, hours ago. That, that, that was clever and that it's uh, this whole new section of his factory that he knows exists but is new to because of his own you know creations but yeah. um other things I thought were very 
just kind of repetitive like i even told katie while we were watching it like if i had a dollar for every time he's like whimsically watching a kid suffer and then turns and makes like an oh no i got caught face at the parent watching him watch it yeah Mm -hmm. like he's laughing and then he looks and he's like "Ooh, sorry i mean i should be serious about this it it is very repetitive yeah you can't do that every time yeah yeah um yeah there was there, there was a lot of really good moments that jumped out at me um the the scene when they're in the elevator and it even made it into the trailer. If you watch the trailer, um, you know, Mike TV like calls him out on it. It's like, why are you doing this? This is such a waste of time and energy to go mm-hmm. through this, all yeah. this, mund- all this mundanity for, you know, for what somebody or whimsical. And yeah. he says, why is everything in this factory? So pointless. Pointless. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Like why is any of this doing this? But that's kind of the whole point of the whole uh, movie yeah. is everything is pointless. Yeah. Andy. And he, yeah. the way he just looks at him, it's like, he gets it. He knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there are very few moments of clarity that I think he shows in this movie yeah. as right. opposed to uh, Gene Wilder's. Yeah. Gene, Gene Wilders was a little too much of a loose cannon to me. He was Correct. his actions did not match the whimsy that he created, which he's like too normal yeah. for. He's normal but very underlying, yeah. almost abusive seeming. Like he's not <laughs> doesn't seem like a great guy. Johnny Depp portrayed him, I thought, way more as somebody that was a shut in, that mm-hmm. was away from the world. There was nobody around him that told him it was okay. There was nobody around him to tell him no, that right. he didn't have any, you know, the, yeah. all he had were his, arguably his, you know, it's a little bit sycophants, but he yeah. didn't have right. any, any people that were, you know, there's nobody, there's nothing that says that there was anybody working with him. Yeah. Well, so how, that. how long was the factory shut down before he reopened it? Because he had a whole. 15 to 20 years. Oh, okay. Because it was that 20 long. years earlier is when the grandfather oh, okay. worked there. That made me laugh really hard when. Grandpa Joe is telling his story, and he says, "I was a much younger man in those days." And then yeah, it comes right? back, and he's the exact same. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> like he looks identical yeah. to now. Yeah, they didn't even like darken ago? his hair or no, CGI no. him. No, they at did all. nothing and to it's change funny it because they could have. I, they totally like a very conscious. They just choices. did it on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah it could have been a like, different like, actor. Or something. I, I yeah. did. I did that, that that one scene where he's hiding behind the candy, looking at it. That was really cool too. Um Ah, then we'll just have to make some more. Like I just <laughs> yeah. really liked the way he portrayed that. Uh, as opposed to then, so you've got the shut-in Willy Wonka that was, when they were making it, They um, their thought process was, A, um, Howard Hughes, because he was a highly a germaphobe, mm. and that's kind of why they made this do- dad the dentist, if you notice he's wearing the same kind of gloves, the, yeah. dentist, yeah. the dentist gloves. And and then just somebody that never had any one telling him no. Uh, you guys had mentioned earlier that there's a lot of uh, people make comparisons to Michael Jackson. Um, that was my way. first thought, and I have never heard that from anyone before because I like yeah. we've never seen the movie, so I never talked to anybody about mm-hmm. it. But that was like five minutes in. I'm pretty sure I said to Cat like. Did he research Michael Jackson's behaviors and for this movie? So because it's very, I mean, it's, he has white, he has gray skin. Yes. yes, he has zero pigment in his skin yes. at all. He's got that Just, weird bob hair, um, which even says his biannual haircut. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and and, and Michael Jackson and didn't the have voice a lot of, is, the voice is kind of yeah. a little bit there. That those big fake veneers he had. Yeah, mm-hmm. it just was. He definitely so had some odd. work done. Yeah, yeah. It, there, there was definitely um, a thing. Like I said, it was Howard Hughes, and was kind of, and then he based the character a lot on old, like it was 
Captain Kangaroo, um, an uncle, a show called Uncle Al, and then old game show hosts that Johnny Depp had watched. Because, you know, Johnny Depp always pulls from his experiences and weirdo things that he had seen. Yeah. That only he would have noticed or seen. Yeah. You know, either it comes out genius or it just comes like he's ripping it off a different character. Yeah. But he always takes two or three things and matches them together, and that's mm-hmm. what he comes up with. I can see the... Uh... Who's the like match game seventy seven host? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he yeah. looks very yeah. similar. Yeah, a, 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 yeah. a Gene Rayburn type, Rayburn, type, a type. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gene Rayburn type mixed with. And Michael it's Jackson. funny that he does the random like show cards during like when he goes to describe what is it the gum. He's like everything else in his factory. He, like he talks about on a whim, but then the gum he pulls out his little card. Yeah, he he's like this is a new cards. invention that I and he like turns the card yep. have made. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Just like he had at the beginning when he was yeah because yeah, he had talked to people I in am so long. Billy Monka. War- yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, warm embrace or something yeah. like that. A firm yeah. warm embrace. I shake yeah. you by the hand. Yeah. <laughs> warm you yeah. warmly by the hand. Yeah. So that take is really you think that he's doing this because. You know, he, he, he's doing it for altruistic reasons at the beginning. You know, he, mm-hmm. he found the gray hair. And uh-huh. so he knew that he needed to give his chocolate. Like, that's kind yeah. of a, a moment of self-awareness. But the rest of the time, there's nobody telling him no. Yeah. He's just doing whatever. Right. Yeah. My sense on uh, Gene Wilder's was that from the very beginning, this was a cold and calculated mm-hmm. um, thing. Because for one, he had, he, he had a plan in place. Yeah. You could say that maybe Johnny Depp had a plan in place as well. But it's very apparent with Gene Wilder, especially when mm-hmm. the intro- introduction of Slugworth yeah. at the end. Like, he's my, he works for me. This and he was knew all where a the tickets setup. Would be, he knew yeah. where the tickets would be. Yeah. There's a little bit more, if, if, if you didn't have the, 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 the smoke of nostalgia, and I think that's what's going to, this is what I think has come into play with this movie. If you didn't have the air of nostalgia to it, if you didn't, if it wasn't something that you treasured as a kid, if you just watched it, mm-hmm. you know, side by side, Gene Wilder's a lot more calculating, more cold. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. he's acting. Yeah, he right. is. Uh, that that Willy Wonka is doing this for a show, to because he's he's uh, and, and I could be wrong there. I don't know what you guys think of that, no, but I to agree. me, I think that I that's, think the new Willy Wonka comes across as like psychotic. Yeah, I agree like, with that. Like he's yes, totally sure. crazy, he's and that's why he's doing it. Yeah, the other Willy he's Wonka legitimately I, damaged, yeah. but his intentions are good. A little bit. Yeah. More. I think it's kind of funny watching him flashback. Well, no, watching him oh, question question his oh. own decision making at having a child come into the factory because he's first of all not used to interacting with humans, much oh, less a yeah. child who's like unpredictable and yeah. so the kid comes up and gives him a hug and he's like, Ugh, he's like, like Ugh, get, get off, off me. me. Yeah. Like and like kids do stupid, unpredictable things. Yeah, and he's constantly. like what was I thinking? Like a child Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. a child taking over my yeah. factory. Yeah, I, uh, But I think all that comes wanting it to be a child came from his daddy issues. Uh, yeah, the new from the new one. Yeah, because that's it. That wasn't even in the book. That yeah. was something that they came up with that the family, the the doll family, yeah. really enjoyed. Yeah, interesting. That's why it, it becoming a kid as the new factory owner in the new movie would be because in his mind he was a kid when he yeah. created it. So only so a he child... wants a kid to take over because only a kid would understand. I, I, very, yeah. yeah, absolutely right. correct. Yeah, uh, when I first saw it, I didn't. I thought that the. The back, the back, the the flashbacks were good, but unnecessary. Yes, it brought they were a, a level drawn that out it wasn't. Too. There were they were a little drawn yeah. out, not so bad. When after because I'd seen it before, so it wasn't as unbearable last night. But when yeah. you first see it, 
Yeah. It's a little, it's a little much. Yeah, I remember like the second time I was like, again? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. And Chris, Christopher Lee is the man. Like he, is he, the man. he crushes yeah. the oh, yeah. little he, time that he's in it. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's yeah, it's it's not the, it's not bad quality that's presented there. I, I think that it was unnecessary. I yeah. love the character. I yeah, I absolutely love the character. Well, I thought it was odd that he they would show like a flashback, and that wasn't weird. But what was weird is then he'd be standing there. And he'd be like, "I'm having a flashback." And, he's having and you're like, "So he's like, why are you saying that?" Today. Yeah, there today. Yeah, it was just. Strange. I didn't. It wasn't till last night that I found how I thought how funny that was. Are yeah. these happening more often. Like he's sick. Like he's <laughs> right. Right. Like he's becoming crazier by the minute. Maybe yeah, you should get your kids out of there. The 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 aspects of those flashbacks, though, in and themselves, are funny. I, I love the very first one where he's you look like he's traveling the world, and all he does oh, is go the flags, the flag <laughs> museum, <laughs> and then he comes back like an hour later. Yeah, and the house is gone. They cut it yeah. out of the brownstone that they were living yeah. in. <laughs> cut it out. You're like, oh, he's gone. Yeah, he literally left. He cut yeah. his house out, <laughs> and then you know, obviously later in the movie, they reconnect. And then he goes back to see him, which again, the house is just still ripped right. It just parked out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and on a, t- on a frozen tundra. Yeah. Of all things. And then this, the, 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 the interactions he has with the Larry, the Wonkavator is hilarious where he just kind of <laughs> runs into yeah. it. Yeah. There was some really good slapsticky there that I almost wanted more of. Yeah. Um, but I think that that's what, you know, looking back now. I personally wanted more of like mm-hmm. the, the, mm-hmm. the the getting to the factory. I thought took too long. Oh, oh we yeah, thought so too. There was we... good stuff there. Yeah, but it seemed a little drawn out because well, no, people we were are familiar with the story. By the time Augustus Gloop goes up the tube, Katie, like we were both saying, like, is it we're seriously only at the first child by now? Like, yeah. and it's an hour into the movie. Yeah, well, the and first, like, yeah. like we were saying earlier with the old movie. It being this thing about him getting a ticket, like he, oh, he hasn't gotten one yet. Oh, now we tried again. Now we tried, but they did that in the first movie. So you would think they wouldn't make it so drawn out in the second one. I mean, you're, you're, you know, you're, yeah, but it's, it's also not supposed to be like a sequel or anything like that or True. a remake of yeah. that movie. Right. So in the book, it is that way. Yeah. But did they need, you know, so it seems, it did seem a little drawn out at the beginning. And then the flashbacks were a little unnecessary yeah. when there's so much I, more that you could explore. Well, like, at I guess the, too because I've seen the, the first movie, yeah. but I'd never seen the second movie. I was getting antsy, like, come on, find it already, because you know <laughs> he finds it. Yeah. So you're just no like, come on, let's get through this part. <laughs> yeah, there's I, no secret I think that he they finds either it. could have expounded on Charlie's family or done the whole issue with Willy Wonka and his dad, but I don't think they needed both. Yeah. It felt like too. More heavy grounding things on in the this. bucket family. Yes, okay. they could have done the whole bucket thing at the beginning, showing how close knit they were. And I understand mm-hmm. they were trying to do that to balance showing that Willy Wonka finally got a family at the end. Yeah. But I think they could have done that without and, the flashbacks. And that might and just the... be us because it is right. a pretty close adaptation of the book. Right. And I guess the book is that way. There are a lot of scenes. Yeah. That do, I mean, they they do go do the scene in India. There's a scene where he finds the Oompa Loompas. Um, when he's just you know whacking his way through the through the, yeah. the rainforest when he finds them and they would have no, been that's eaten. true there is a lot there's a lot more, more there than in the factory but I guess I just wanted to see more of the factory I guess yeah, like yeah there, you do have a sense that it's a it real just feels place. like it takes a long time to get to the factory I guess it does but you know we, yeah. we also know the story so I guess well, that is kind of see hard. that's a problem is when you know the story first mm-hmm. then well, it's like it just I don't know and in the first movie even still watching it 
with my kids now like the first moment when they walk into the I can't remember what he calls it the imagination room the testing room Mm -hmm. and you just kind of get this slow pan of this magical everything is edible room yeah here it's like it's kind of like here it is is. like you don't I don't feel like you get any awe-inspiring moments really in the factory everything's kind of fast-paced move through even the children don't appreciate it like Mike TV instantly goes and starts smashing things damaging stuff yeah which again is his character yeah and but i don't feel like you ever get this sense of wonder pure imagination yes (laughs) come with me and and i guess if you think about it that's true that the 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 original had music uh had musical scenes that weren't Sung by Oompa Loompas. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of old Cheer Up Charlie songs. Yeah, I hated that song. So even the beginning, so thank even goodness the original that one drags. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could make a case that even the original one drags. It does, but still, um, it it dragged in the wrong places. I, I feel like yeah, maybe I don't was, know. You think that well, they okay. So the front, the beginning dragged. So then, did you have to have the the father backstory? It wasn't necessity. It was good. It adds a good I mean, it, it makes sense for why he's it, nuts, but, but yeah. at the same time, it wasn't needed. Yeah, it didn't. Or I, they could have had the very not. first one in one flashback. They didn't need to do multiple. Yeah, yeah. like they could have done a quick flashback on that in yeah. the beginning just to kind of explain it and then be done with it. Yeah, there's, uh, you know, we weren't the ones that made this movie, but you know, that's you know, right. you don't know that. I mean, I, I was busy that day. I mean, you said some really insulting things to my face today about this movie. They asked me, but I did just... I really? Say <laughs> I'm like as the creator. But... Oh, I'm like, I'm, a, I mean, I'm in a really sensitive place. You okay? don't sound I, like I you liked one. my movie much. No. <laughs> You're just Tim Burton in disguise. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it was me the whole time. Tim Burton, and then you just kind of like flutter away. <laughs> and Danny Elfman. <laughs> and, and Danny Elfman. And you don't like me either. <laughs> Helena Bottom Carter comes out of this cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> no, we said we said good things. Good yeah, things we, we like go you. away. We liked you. <laughs> I will say straight side by side though, if you had to ask me like who embodies like the whimsy of Willy Wonka, like I would say the second one because it is just out there and wild and crazy. You know, everything is just kind of and like Charlie says, like candy doesn't have to have a point. Like it's mm-hmm. just it's whatever it is. And, 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 if you really think about it, if you look at all of the works of Raul Dahl, I, I can never say his name correctly. Raul Dahl? Raul Dahl. Matilda for It makes, yeah, it makes, oh yeah, Matilda was a good one. Um, it makes sense that some of his best adaptations were done by Tim Burton. Mm-hmm. Because I think that well, yeah. those two different uh Tim Burton's take on things, and then uh, Mr. Dahl's, you know, the stories that he came up with. There's a lot of similarities in mm-hmm. this mix of whimsy and this underlining darkness. Yeah, yeah. And and I think that there's not a lot of mainstream directors that can complement somebody else's right material so well. James and the Giant Peach is a very well regarded film mm-hmm. um it's not like oh my gosh this is the most amazing thing ever yeah. but uh, tell me there's not scenes in charlie and the fact chocolate factory that looks like uh christmas uh nightmare before christmas just not right. covered in snow <laughs> i mean there's a right. lot of those same elements in there that those two those two works 
blend well. Mm-hmm. Right. The colors, the 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 whimsy with no sense of what's to you know. Right. How is this even working? <laughs> yeah. You, know, yeah. You, you look at some of Tim yeah. Burton's movies, like how does you know Beetlejuice shouldn't work, but it works. Yeah. Um, uh, Chris, uh, freaking Nightmare Before Christmas, which. I'm sorry to offend anyone in this room. I do not like this movie. I don't like it. I I've never seen it. it. Overrated. I can't stand it. I can't, I can't like stand it. it. Um, for, for I tried to like it for so long, and I, and I just, just can't. I didn't like it when I first liked it. You know, it's like, oh, well, it's artistic. But you know what? It's not. The songs whatever. are good. The, I like the songs, uh, you but know, the rest of the movie's trash. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's it doesn't really, it doesn't. It doesn't really tell a good story. That was but... another one of my movies. Yeah. It's hurting my feelings. <laughs> oh, she's, no. never, she's never seen it, but she made it. I made it. That's why I've never seen it. Because you're, you're too close. Too close to the work. So the, 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 the question, the, so then it begs the question, this movie is not well regarded hmm. by a lot yeah. of people. When I came, when uh, a couple of days ago, I posted a picture of myself holding the DVD mm-hmm. and like, I'm going to suffer through this because this wasn't a movie that I really enjoyed watching. Yeah. The first time in this in this show that we watched a movie that I personally didn't care for, a lot of people had the same resume. They don't like it, you know. For one, they thought right. it was sacrilegious. But once you start reading that, it was like the that the the author's family loved it. Um, I'm like, so all right, they're something, wrong. <laughs> yeah. Something interesting. Who I, are they I anyway? remember <laughs> hearing that the first movie did not do well when it first came it out. It didn't. It didn't do well. At all. Interesting. It didn't do well until it came out on. Tape late, See, way later. These are one of those stories that you hate to read because you 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 want something. Unfortunately, that's not there. The Doll family did not like that at all. Hmm. It, Which I it slowed why. the process to make a lot of his other works into things for a long time because they just didn't like the the outcome of it. Stephen King didn't like The Shining. Yeah, and Stephen <laughs> King doesn't like the stuff that yeah he either makes. Yeah. It takes uh, so he didn't like it. Gene Wilder hated the idea of Tim Burton making this movie with Johnny Depp. He oh, absolutely hated that idea. Yeah. Even they said like, well, he we're was not threatened by it, or yeah, because he's well, probably jealous maybe that he, he felt that he, and he felt that he didn't need to be, and a lot of people said that it didn't need yeah. to be remade. It still yeah. held up for what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, shoot, there's there's more prag- uh, uh, problematic scenes in the 05 version than there mm-hmm. is in in the '71 version. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. Mike TV says the the hard R word. In that movie, I'm like, that's wow, true. right yeah. off the right off the bat. One of the first <laughs> things he says. That's yeah. right. I know. Uh, I was kind of like, whoa. Yeah, it takes you yeah. from when you don't haven't heard in a while, and yeah. that's something you're trying to be sensitive of. You yeah, know? right. It's a little rough. Well, it <laughs> is a little rough. I mean, it, it's interesting that that, and obviously, to Mike, Mike TV was the one that figured it out, right. which I thought was clever. You know, oh yeah, you look at the shipping dates and you look at the times and the weather, and yeah. I had to yeah. buy one chocolate bar. Did you at least eat it? No, I don't eat chocolate. It's disgusting. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's a little punk. Like, yeah. A yeah. uh, uh, person with diminished mental capacity could have figured it out. Like, yeah. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, that's the that's one of the few times that, that, that Willy Wonka shows his, like, you figured it out. Uh-huh. Right. Like, oh, you know, it's not a disgust in the type of person you are. It's like, no, you little bastard. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. you bought this ticket. Yeah. Because I got something to show you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> You're not going to like it. Um, but... So the, the Dolph family hated the original. Gene Wilder hated the idea of this one being made. Um, and it wasn't those two movies. I don't think, you know, they're, they're compared. And, and in a way, from what I've come to the inclusion with this, is that they shouldn't be compared because they're two different they're takes. They are. They're very different yeah. takes on it and stuff. Really yeah. not the same um, at all. Oh, that's mm-hmm. what I was going to do. I like to, we've been doing this lately, looking up 
movies that came around that time period oh, yeah. and just to why they aren't high regarded. And what I've come to a conclusion, this came out in July of 2005, which, by the way, it was made for $150 million. And they, oh. yeah, they, made it, they, they made it for $150 million, which you could see every cent on that screen if you start looking really yeah. closely mm-hmm. at it. Uh, and they made well, almost Johnny Depp's paycheck. Yeah. Around. <laughs> and they made almost five hundred million. They made four hundred really? and seventy some odd million dollars. Hmm. So this is well, by no way, shape, or form a loss to I them. I think though, hearing that there was a remake of it, people would have been super excited oh, to be yeah. like, Oh, I want to show my kids well, like well, what I watched when I was all little. Of the elements. Like Tim Burton, yeah, Willy Wonka. Like by all means, it should have been. It should have been like amazing. awesome, like, yeah. amazing, yeah. yeah. So, just looking at what came out the round the around June, July, and August of two thousand five. These time period scenes, I just love, absolutely love. So, for one, you had the month before Batman Begins came out. Oh wow, that's weird to think mm-hmm. those were at the same time. Yeah, Batman Begins, which arguably remake, okay. Mm-hmm. Herbie Fully Loaded. Oh. Remake. That's mm. funny. Which we'll probably do on the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bewitched. Remake. Hmm. Land of the Dead. Technically a remake. Because it was uh, a Romero movie. War of the Worlds. Remake. That's weird. Wow. Mm-hmm. Fantastic Four. Not a remake, but adaptation. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Wedding Crashers. Something completely different. Totally different. Right. Not a remake. Yeah. Bad News Bears. Remake. Wow. Devil's Rejects. Technically a sequel. Not a sequel. A uh, sequel to um, the other Rob Zombie movies. Hustle and Flow, which is completely different genre than you can mm. even. Mm. A movie called The Island, which was a remake. Oh, yeah. Uh, March of the Penguins, which that was a, that was. Um, must love dogs, which mm. is an adaptation. Sky High, which this is Sky High was so this was like two or two three weeks after Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, um, which uh, underrated uh, superhero movie. I I remember watching that with kids. Sky High, yeah, all the time. I loved it. And it's enjoyable, uh, enjoyable. Stealth, which was an adaptation. The Dukes of Hazard, wow, which oh. I really enjoyed. Yep, uh, Deuce Bigelow, European Gigolo sequel. <laughs> Uh, Four Brothers, which was completely different. Something cool. Uh, the Great Raid, which I believe um, probably was some sort of adaptation. The Skeleton Key, which was garbage. And then the, <laughs> the, the last one, that uh, The 40-Year-Old Virgin. So the mm. two things that came out of that summer were Wedding Crashers and The 40-Year-Old, the 40-year-old Virgin. Virgin. Yeah. Uh, the Brothers Grimm came out, but that wasn't something that was, you know, unfortunately hasn't held up. That was a weird movie. Yeah, <laughs> which is good. Uh, the Cave, um, which was, again, a horror movie, but that's about it. So if you think about it, it was all remakes, adaptations, things like that. There was nothing mm-hmm. earth-shattering that came yeah. out of that summer except for um, The Wedding Crashers and 40-Year-Old Virgin. Yeah. Which are both put, not children. Like, they're not in they're the not same kids genre. Movies. And yeah. those have not aged well. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. But it's to me, it's it's it stumbles upon the exact yeah. Most of the movies that came out that summer were remakes, most mm. of them, or adaptations. It seems to me that it was the same thing when we did Mystery Men. That that same summer came out was American Pie. So you mm. had movies that were you know spoofing a, a dead a dead genre at the time. Or Sgt. Pepper that came out in the late 70s that wasn't what people were wanting anymore. And this just 
was they had a lot of hype around it. They spent a lot of money, but at the end, I think is is whatever. Yeah. Before we started, I heard you guys. I overheard you guys talking uh, while I was outside the room. Uh, Brett, I really loved your question, and I want you to pose the question again, and we can uh, answer. You remember you're talking about He's between like, uh, uh, between Gene Wilder and Johnny Depp. That was a secret. I loved that. I heard it. That was Cat's question. Oh, was that your question? Yeah. About uh, who would win in a fight? Or yeah. Your... Oh, yeah. Okay. Who, would, who yeah. would win in a fight between Gene Wilder's yeah. Willy Wonka, specifically Gene Wilder's Willy Wonka? Yes. Like Not, that character. That particular character. Yeah. yeah. And Johnny Depp's Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka. Whoa, yeah. That'd be a messy fight. Just... <laughs> okay. It really depends on the venue. The, yeah, the venue, <laughs> the factory. Yeah. I mean, and how much home, and how much turf. preemptive thought they were, they're given into this how fight? Like, did they time? know they were gonna yeah. fight, or did it just happen? So Willie, so, so Johnny Depp's running around on a beach with <laughs> Sylvester Stallone training for this. <laughs> he's in his full outfit, but he's got shiny trunks on the with outside. With his gray of his skin. <laughs> yeah, with his no, gray. No, because I'm because I'm imagining that Gene Wilder's. They're both very very. Nuts. Conniving and yeah. like oh, yeah. premeditative in every single oh, thing yeah. that they do. Perfect serial killers. So I'm thinking if they have control over the environment, they're going to use that to their advantage. Like, oh, heck yeah. If you're just okay. going by straight outburst of like fury, Gene Wilder's would. Yeah, this was a yes. fight out of just the crap nowhere. out of him. Yeah. I'm sorry, but he's like, yeah. they just ran sissy. into each yeah. other in this a dark was, alley. Yeah, this was a dark yeah. alley brawl with yeah. broken beer bottles yeah. and pool sticks. Oh, Gene Wilder. Yeah. Gene Wilder. Sure. Yeah. yeah, is that, yeah, yeah I, I would say so. Because the new Willy Wonka's a weenie. I mean, just think he about his outburst. Yeah. And he yells at a child. You lose! You lose! So good. That's exactly what he would say to the other one. Yeah, he's a The exact correct response those. Yeah, you do lose. It would be like Michael Jackson getting in a fight. He'd get his ass kicked. It's Michael the same Jackson's sort of thing. very athletic, though. Negative. He could, like, moonwalk around you, you, but he's not going to punch can, you. He like, defy gravity. Like, bending. He is not tough. Places no. that should Michael bend. Not that I would. And he's not around anymore. So <laughs> I don't have I a chance. I think a fight would be but... pretty easy at this point. <laughs> but, I mean, if... So your, your take is Gene Wilder's... In a straight, like, oh, yeah. fist-to-fist fist brawl. Fist yeah. Fit, right. Yeah. Okay, so now if it's a CGI sword fight on top of a pirate ship between <laughs> Captain saying, Sparrow imagine... and his character from Blazing Saddles, what do you? <laughs> I'm just imagining that they would both use their environment to their advantage. Like yeah. if it's on their home turf in each of their individual Michelle. chocolate factories, yeah, there's some weird stuff in both of them that right? they tell people not to touch or not yeah, to eat to or not with. to, you yeah. know, the they... cotton candy sheep, the pink cotton candy yeah. sheep. Oh. When we were making mm. these. We were, we were like, remember those pink, these pink are sheep balls. Sheep. See, that's ex- They're sheep balls. <laughs> yep, that's exactly what they look like. Brett, would you like another one? Uh, <laughs> Brett, they're actually, he's like, he does. I, I do, but I, th- I think I'll get a stomach ache. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I say something just for, you for the people who might not be super psyched about this movie? Because I'll be honest, I, I hate Johnny Depp and I hate Tim Burton, mm-hmm. and I think the pair of them together have never made a good movie uh, other than maybe Ed Wood uh, I think is good but all the other ones I think are just absolute garbage Uh, but what made me enjoy this movie more is I realized that it is structured very much like a slasher movie 
which is Katie, you were saying it's kind of like a you thought it was like a horror yeah. movie. Yeah. So like in Friday the Thirteenth, one by one, they yeah, disappear. and they set them up. Yeah. They set the kids up. Like that these you kids are really gonna them. die. You fucking hate yeah. these kids. Just like in a slasher movie, they just set up all these teens that are annoying and, and you like, like brash. want them to die. Yeah, they put them in the yeah. situation where you're like, why would you do that? Yeah. Like, yeah. You don't yeah. run there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so where I, you're at, turn yeah. on your flashlight. So I watched it with that perspective. I was like, this is like a slasher movie. And I was like, oh, I like it. Uh, a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> if the kids would have like really been gone, yeah. it would have made more sense. <laughs> Darn no. it, they show them at the end. <laughs> they were still alive. I, my, our take, I think, final take on the end of it was I, like a child would enjoy this Yeah, movie. like I said, I would let my kids watch this but and I think they would it. think it was but perfectly fine. But there's just enough weirdness in it that you're like, will it give them nightmares? Will it <laughs> Like, again, like you talked about, the melting dolls at the beginning. Like yeah. my five-year-old would be questioning that. Like, mm-hmm. why are they yeah. on fire? Why, why are, are they the melting? Dolls? Why are the eyeballs eyes popping out? out? Especially like, at our place where we have 16 squirrels sitting around and then all of a sudden <laughs> yeah. those squirrels, it's, if you really watch they that turn. one spot is pretty intense. No, you're like, waiting whoa. and then it's a little anticlimactic. They're just kind of like... Oh, yeah. right. Yeah, fine. I was like, they're not even going to, like, peel her face off? What the hell? That's like, when she's, yeah. like, eyeball to eyeball with that squirrel, I was like, I was waiting yeah, for it to get her. There's, yeah, there's and then a moment he, like, of tension there. Yeah. There is <laughs> a moment of tension. Yeah. God, bite her nose. Do something. Do it. There is. Yeah, that is. That, you're actually right. There is uh, an anticlimactic um, aspect of this that. Arguably, they do it much better in 71, especially yeah. after the tour. Well, I and think he... more things were allowed in 71. <laughs> <laughs> they did take a lot of liberties from the People 70s. didn't look at it like, oh, this is going to get kids nightmares if these squirrels like, actually bite this little girl. They just didn't care. Back they yeah, back then they were like. kids on set. No, yeah, they, <laughs> they couldn't show yeah. them at the end because they weren't there. Yeah. <laughs> Nowadays, I mean, well, it was 2005, so it was still like 14 years ago, but. I think more was allowed, but I think if they even redid it like now, it'd be even more different because of what's not. Maybe. Uh, yeah, it, it would be a little bit different. And yeah. It, it, it'd be interesting you, to see what it would be like. Whoever you got to make it would have to be someone completely different than Tim Burton to yeah. be a completely different, more totally. crowded. That's true. Yeah. Right. That's Chris, true. Christopher Nolan would come in and just make it all. That, that's what they should do now. So he had Batman and then... Um, which is so funny that the outside of the factory is the same set that they use for Batman's Gotham City. Really? No in, way! In, in 89 Batman. In 88, 89 Batman. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, it's the same thing. Uh, I read uh, recently, there's a, 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 a theory going around uh, social media about the kids. And actually, <laughs> Charlie Bucket lost, um, especially, based on, especially based on the 71 month. That Charlie Bucking lost. That the real winner was Violet Beauregard. Mm. Yeah, she deserved to win. Right. Agree. And reading that, I, I have to agree too. Yeah. That she, yeah, is she off-putting? Yes, but you have got to think of who she is, where she comes from, mm-hmm. and things right. like that. She's a determined person. Yeah, she wouldn't have just and given up. It's, yeah. It, and that's more of a societal thing that we look down on that because she's determined and goal-oriented. She's yeah. taking direction. If, if we're going by the first movie, 100%, she deserves it. Charlie, mm-hmm. again, like I said, he was a wiener. He was entitled. <laughs> yep. He was he, he broke the rules exactly the same it's as any totally other kid. So he by died. what qualification do you but win? But because uh-huh. he was this poor kid, that's why the they like it. Yeah. And because and... he acknowledged, like he gave the thing back. Okay. Which, yeah. who's to say... The other ones might not. Yeah, might they didn't get that opportunity have. to yeah. give it back. Yeah, they, they were... never did. 
But yeah. also, that's Willy Wonka is like putting them in. Because if I was in that situation, I would be, and he was like, "You lose," I'd be like. All right, well, then I'm going to go sell this to uh, <laughs> right? your competitors. Why yeah. are you being right. such a jerk to me, dude? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what does he expect? Like, his biggest on like goal was honestly secret keeping. It wasn't ingenuity. At the end, yeah. he tells Charlie all these reasons he wins, and he's none of those things. <laughs> no, he isn't. <laughs> like, yeah. he, he really isn't, just because he doesn't Just because he literally candy. can keep his secret. That's Which all even that was part of the game, too. Right. Like, oh, he works. Like, that's what I keep coming back to. It's like, yeah, he works for me. Mm-hmm. Right. So damn it <laughs> this whole thing was just a, a mind trip second second movie i i mean the new charlie bucket i don't know that he necessarily deserves to win because yeah he's not he's wholesome but he he's just underwhelming. sat in the background the he's whole time not. and didn't do any of the annoying things the other kids were doing that the, was the, the other only... ones and i'm trying to think of even still with the Viva Beauregard from the new one, she still is the same character. She's still, yeah, right. she's still determined. Super bratty. She's, yeah, she might be. She's very well. She might be yeah. kind of like egotistical, but she's also like, well, I'm awesome. Yeah, hardworking. I've earned all this. Yeah, things. yeah it was, this yeah. Is it was not, not a given to her. Yeah, my yeah. daddy didn't buy this for me. I've exactly. been doing this. Yeah, right. And when we switched to chocolate, I was still held on to this. Even yeah. though she's walking, well, she's still... And she was just as motivated. She's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. I, oh, this is the goal. I'll switch to this to accomplish the goal. Accomplish the goal, yes. yeah. Yeah, she's she off-putting, but yeah. But I, I, I right. agree. And especially the, the, the first Charlie obviously doesn't deserve to win if you're going by breaking rules. The second Charlie is the best person you could possibly think of. So, of course, yeah. he deserves right. it. Because like we he said, is they made him super, person. like, angelic. and Yeah, he doesn't make any waves. He he gets the point of it. Like, yeah. he's, it doesn't have to have a point. He gets right. it, and he takes care of his family more. Yeah. Even, and even, he does have a legitimate, heartfelt love for the product. They say yes. he, he, goes, he, he the only gets one treat in a uh, year, on and that's birthday. what he wants. Yeah. And that's what he wants, exactly. Yeah. And even everything that he ever wants is given to him, and he's still like, no. I'm yeah. still I'm still going with my family. Right. Yeah. And it Which takes... probably shouldn't have been the answer Willie Wonka. Willie Wonka was probably right that wasn't to walk the away from that. That wasn't the answer he wanted. He did. He said, right. oh, okay. Right. No, he's probably <laughs> and, right to oh, walk yeah, away from that yeah. with a business partner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I love the fact that they just moved to the house inside the factory. <laughs> That's kind of me. his thing. He, he get learned that from his father, obviously. He just <laughs> that, pick the house up and move it. That house is what um, got Tim Burton the final, the final okay from the family to make the movie. Really? Because he visited the family in his estate, and Roldal has a, a famous shack in his backyard that he wrote all his books in. Oh. There's a, there's a video of him sitting there, drinking his tea, writing his books. That's where he wrote all his books, was his little shack. And the story goes that Tim Burton goes there, and he's looking at it, and he goes, oh my gosh, this is the bucket house. Oh. Wow. And the daughters were like, yep, that's our guy, because he oh, gets okay. it. Because there were some sense. other people, there was a lot of people, and, and yeah. even Martin Scorsese wasn't, was in was in talks to do this real briefly Ooh, and then he wow. left me yeah. i love that uh, yeah. <laughs> well which is interesting he went off to go make aviator instead and then so they just made they took the howard hughes oh, aspect of it yeah um and uh, it, he, he used it for his early albums but marilyn manson was legit signed on to do it too like they were gonna they they, they legit for a very short time <laughs> for sure would have been a serial yeah killer. they they for sure yeah that, they, they they legit pulled the trigger on that for a very brief time they that like, is, oh wait a second we want people to actually watch this movie yeah we can take children to it so. yeah. the loompas are just like the beautiful baby <laughs> yeah. the gustus gloop is so delicious 
<laughs> and we're really going to eat her. Gustus Grimm will not be harmed. Wrong. You're a liar. Yeah. Bull. So, uh, you know, we're going to stay to the Be Kind Rewind. I do have to say one final thing, and then we're going to wrap up here, is I personally, like, I, I didn't like the movie first time I saw it because it wasn't what I was expecting, and I don't think anything that they could have made would have been what was what would have been perfect. They spent great lengths making 58 deep roys and 17 hmm. trained yeah. squirrels. They went to deep lengths. Right. He went through nineteen diff- nine different chocolate colors for the river oh, that wow. wasn't yeah to make that look the color that he wanted because he always said that the river in the verse movie looks disgusting it just looks oh, like brown water. water like yeah. the brown is just but off, if you yeah. really look at it in this movie yeah it looks like, like chocolate, chocolate wood so he went to painstaking to do as much practical effects as they could just to throw that out the window with the cgi violet beauregard blueberry looks right. garbage yeah looks like absolute garbage or even yeah. augustus gloop when you first see him in the very first shot you're like this is not he looks real. weird yeah yeah, it's, yeah that, his that's face more, looks yeah, super he did look strange kind of plastic, and i think that's that might just be tim burton being tim burton yeah but that's right. what i was thinking there, there's certain shots in the river in the um violet beauregard specifically turning into uh, a blueberry mm-hmm um, and then in the end, when they're all walking out, which I'm glad they put in the book movie because I remember yeah. when I read the book and as a kid, I remember that just like, why was I want to see what they look like? Yeah. yeah. Um, so they looked like trash. Yeah. And I don't want to be unkind about that because a lot of work went into that. But to um, go through so much effort to make it so real and to make something so yeah. blatantly gross, in my opinion. Was just one more plug play. for Violet, though, while I'm Please do. Oh, yeah. No, I <laughs> love the, Violet. She end, was hoping you were on No, in the end, on the second one, she's, like, somersaulting out. And she's like, look, Mom, I'm so much more flexible now. Yeah. Like, she's instantly yeah. already taken yeah. her challenge. Yeah. And yeah. she's yeah. like, boom, I'm going to yeah. kill it. Yeah. yeah. Augustus Gloop is like, yo, I'm still fighting for comfort <laughs> yeah. chocolate. That's okay. Yeah. The, the Beauregards, at least, or are, are the, the salts are, like, she like asks him for least, something and he says no. At yeah. least he, he, he learned. The dad learns a yeah. lesson, which I think is yeah. way more of... You almost can't blame Violet in yeah. a way, or right. excuse me, Veruca. Yeah. I mean, you can because she's a bitch. But all right. the kids are victims of circumstance. None of the uh, all, yeah, yeah, all the yeah. Ki- like all yeah, the kids are punished for the sins of their parents, yes. which I find odd about the book and both movies is that the kids are all just like raised to be terrible yeah. Yeah. and punished for it. Yeah, I think that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and, and that's true. Yeah, but she looks at it. She's the only one that walks away like, heck yeah, this is great. Yeah. I'm going to be so much more. I'm going to go on to be a gymnast and doing all yeah. sorts of crazy stuff. Yeah. He, they did say in the book that he's going to be a ba- that Mike TV could be a basketball player, but he's also just like a really violent, nerdy video gamer. So he's like, going to be gonna a gonna computer want... hacker. Now he's, yeah, <laughs> getting inside the computers now. Yeah. Um, but oh, where was I going with that? That, yeah, the kids are, you're absolutely right, Brett, that they were victims of their circumstances. Yeah. And, Sadly, like they did, they put so much goodwill into it that I think that it was undone by these really specific scenes that mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. look like trash. Yeah, and that her turning into a blueberry is just terrible. Yeah, absolutely terrible. It was better in the first one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, when they started to make it, they were gonna do it. They were gonna blow her up, and then and then kind of, but they just went full CG for the whole scene. And the yeah. second she turns blue, and then all of a sudden when she comes back, she's a cartoon character. Yeah, and it doesn't hold up. I, 2005 i mean we got spider-man four years earlier than that so you tell me they couldn't do i think they went through a cheap studio to do it i mean this is tim burton he has access to disney money right and he went with that like right but 
this would be kind of rewind. The movie is fantastic and (laughs) better than it's better than I remember it being. Yeah. And not completely unwatchable. And my four year old's going to watch the crap. No, like out I of could it totally now. watch it again. Like if my kids wanted to see it, mm-hmm. I, I would totally. Watch yeah, I'm not going to sit and put it on and enjoy my day. Of course, I'm not going to do the same thing with the right? original either. Yeah. Right. So yeah. We, we always like to wrap this up with uh, you guys having your final thoughts. So, Kat, I want to start with you. Okay. So, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Okay. What, what What would you think your final takeaway of that movie was? My final takeaway of it is that my associations with it are a lot more positive than the experience of watching the movie itself. (laughs) So as I was watching it, you know, it's not, there's so many things you find fault in, you find whatever, like the music, the whatever, but then when you go back and remember it, you're like, wow, it was so bright. It really does like embody just how wild Willy Wonka is. Mm -hmm. And so the experience of watching it itself is not as, great as the memory but at the same time that's almost a good thing that you remember it better than you experience it yeah no that's <laughs> perfect that's great awesome awesome Kitty. um like i said i would i would let my kids watch it it's okay. i'm glad it didn't turn into the horror film that i thought it was <laughs> well be. mixed emotions <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it's funny because like as i'm watching it it was like super annoying and we were like picking it apart but then at the same time after when you think about it you're like oh yeah i'd watch that again it wasn't that bad like but um i think the whole movie is supposed to be a lesson about the kids i think that's what the whole thing is really like was made for in the first place was just to like show like what happens to that don't be a brat (laughs) yeah like (laughs) Don't be a punk, or I'm going to have you go up a tube and never come out. Or I'm going to stretch you in my taffy. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I think that's, like, kind of the whole point of the whole thing. But, um, yeah, it's just interesting how they chose to make it the second time with his character just being so different and creepy and, I don't know, weird. But, yeah, overall, whatevs. I'd I'd let my 9-year-old watch it. My 14-year-old could care less. Brett, are you going to let the brood watch this movie? Oh, well, my so my son's about to turn four later this month, and he did watch it with me. Oh, he did? And, nice. and he liked it mm-hmm. uh, a bit. The only thing he didn't like was the squirrel, the nut room. Oh, uh, he wasn't, like, scared, but uh, really, uh, he just came and, like, sat by me. and Because uh, I think he probably thought the squirrels were hurting. It's very him. underwhelming. Yeah. Well, yeah. What you've seen but in it itself is pretty underwhelming. All, all he said was... Uh, I don't think I'd ever like to go to this factory. <laughs> You're like, good thing that's not going to happen. That's awesome. So, yeah, he, he watched it. He liked it. Uh, but he hasn't, he doesn't care about it. Like, yeah. he's not going to be, like, begging me to watch it. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Any other final thoughts you think? Um, opinions? Yeah. It was kind of what you said, Joey. Yeah. It wasn't as bad as I remembered it being i saw it in theaters in 2005 Mm -hmm. and uh it wasn't as bad there was a lot of stuff in it that i liked um i still don't like johnny depp i don't like his characterization of wonka i don't like tim burton i don't like his aesthetic at all but i do think all all of the kids i think knock it out of the park i think they're Mm -hmm. all fantastic yeah Yeah. uh anna sophia robb the girl who plays violet beauregard she's great oh yeah. Uh, and what was, a career she's had since then. She's in one of my all-time favorite movies, The Way Way Back, and that movie is That's awesome. True. And she's great in that. Uh, so I think all the kids are great. Uh, I think 
this movie could have been so much better if it wouldn't have been if it wouldn't have been Tim Burton and Johnny Depp. I think those are like the two for me. Those are like the two main the things against links. it. Yeah, everything yeah. else is mm-hmm. pretty solid. Though yeah. you mentioned that's it. why I'm saying it would be interesting to see it remade now with different people. With different like people. it would just be interesting. Oh yeah, I would right. like to see like a very like a comedy, like a real comedy director take a whack at it. Like yeah. somebody like uh, like Adam McKay yeah. or like mm-hmm. uh, uh, David Wayne. Uh, yeah, I think. Somebody mm-hmm. like that, I think, would be really cool. Or like maybe like an action director, like the Russo brothers from Ooh, the, that the would be cool. MCU. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was, I was actually thinking, uh, who's the guy who directed the new like Guardians of the Galaxy? James Gunn. James oh, Gunn. that would be so good. That's like who I would want to see. James Gunn would kill this. That's such a, yeah. He would yeah, kill that's this. A great one. His comedic he timing, would, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, don't get me started on James Gunn. Okay. Specifically Guardians <laughs> Never mind. Of the Galaxy. What's your final? No, 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 no. It's it's good stuff. We just don't have another hour and a half. To talk. <laughs> okay. So, um, you 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 nailed it perfectly. That all the pieces to this movie were there. It, visually, it looks amazing. A, a friend of mine on Facebook said whoever did the color scaling of this movie did an amazing job. I have no crap, no idea what that means, but <laughs> it's beautiful to look at. Uh, everything looks so. If it's it, there's, like you said, there's characters that you don't even know are real. Yeah. Because they just look so plastic. Yeah. By, on purpose. And then you also have the buckets that are just the most grimy, like. Yeah. Exactly. Um, all the pieces were there. You know, at this point, Tim Burton was still, I mean, he still is to this day, a very marketable director. Um, Johnny Depp at that point was a very marketable actor mm-hmm. by far. Mm-hmm. Well, um, and that else, may be why they something else him. interesting to consider that when this movie came out was in the same time frame as all of the pirate movies. That so for him to be playing of, this character, yeah. that's the antithesis yeah, of like Jack the, Sparrow. They were using him to reel people yeah. in on right. Like remake. it's like, oh, I want to yeah. see him do mm-hmm. this because it's exactly opposite mm-hmm. of what he's been doing. Yeah, there, there there's a moment there that gives you almost doubt on the whole thing you just watched. And it's right after Mike TV gets stretched or gets taken away. Um, all the kids are gone. You know, Willy Wonka is just going by, th- going to the next thing. Mm-hmm. And Charlie says, well, they're all gone. Like, I'm the last one. Like, And there, he's got this moment of foggy, like, where did they all go? Like he has no idea. Like if he's if he's if he has any because his meds were yeah if he had any like any any kind of like nefarious plot in his head, whatever happened that was a moment of fog. Like uh, the the veneer went away. Yeah. Like it was. I I even questioned it when I watched. I was like, oh my gosh, he just had like a a foggy moment there for a second. Like where did they all go? And then it's back. I know he's just obviously just playing it for whimsy or whatever. But yeah, there's little tiny nuggets in this film that are brilliant uh, mm-hmm. the scene in the count where he gets it where he's sitting there looking and he said it made in the trailer where he's like it doesn't kind of doesn't have a point and he's just like yep he gets it uh the scenes where he keeps running into the wonka vader i thought was hilarious mm-hmm. um knowing that the squirrels are real and the oopa loopas were real yeah and that changed like it, it kind of changes yeah. your opinion but again very underwhelming the squirrel mm-hmm. room is kind of cool but it's nowhere near as cool as we just watched a, a gummy bear viking boat ride <laughs> um yeah and like all this, all the pieces were there to make uh, something brilliant. Yeah. And the things that took away from it, unfortunately, were some of the the cheap CGI's that they used. And having Tim Burton and Johnny Depp again, I mean, it's, it's such mm-hmm. a. It, I 
Johnny, Tim Burton, some of them, I, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't love Tim Burton, but some of his movies that were not, didn't have Johnny Depp in them, I think are my absolute favorite. Big Fish, I think is phenomenal. Um, Dumbo, I haven't watched it yet, but from what I've seen, I like what I've seen and I like what I've heard. Mm-hmm. Um, the movies that he does make without Johnny Depp, I think are really good. I did not like Alice in Wonderland. Or the other one. I thought they were garbage, too. Um, I don't know if it's... At some point, a, uh, an actor and a director have to break up. And this yeah. was made, unfortunately, when they were still in a very toxic relationship. Yeah. And They're still in a toxic relationship. In a way, yeah. yeah. Uh, they when they do movies all the time together. Like yeah. Once a year, it seems. When they, when they do, so when they do make something, it's it nothing. It's never... It's like, can you be you're getting diminished. Re- you're getting diminished returns. Yeah. <clears throat> but... All that being said, when you really appreciate the the art that went into it, just because it mm-hmm. might not be like, you know, that might not be your favorite section of the Hobby Lobby, it's still very artistically well made. They did yeah. put a lot of time and effort yeah. into it. They did put a lot of thought into things that don't even look like they did. Yeah. And for that, you know, for my four-year-old to still singing the song the next day and yeah. caring enough about it speaks a lot to not only... The, the the time and effort that the people who made went into it, but the story itself being so good yeah. and being interesting. And I really like the idea of it being a horror movie. I like the idea of being <laughs> a dissertation on the children being victim of their own circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Violet being the winner. Um, just so good. And uh, and it, it wasn't completely unwatchable. This, like I said, this was the first movie that I personally hated going into it because there was no way it was going to live up to what we all thought it could be yeah. in 2005. Yeah. You know, it, Johnny Depp still had so much goodwill mm-hmm. at that point. And Tim Burton, right. it wasn't a foregone conclusion you're going to see a masterpiece. Yeah. Is this a masterpiece? Of course it's not a masterpiece, but it's pretty good. Yeah. And uh, everybody that it, they weren't over the top like they could have been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just under the top. <laughs> and I and I and I think that it's it was competing with what we thought it could be and being something that we all loved from our childhood. Everybody that's right. our age, yeah, loved the original mm-hmm. for all its faults. They, there's no way you could. You know, that's still sacrilege to you us. You can't compete with nostalgia necessarily. Yeah, yeah and that's yeah. what you're. Everybody you're, you're, still loves that movie. Yeah, you like, put those two movies, and arguably they're trash. But I mean, there's you know, but. It's something that we all grew up with and we loved for so long. Yeah. It's so it, 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 it feels better. There's more worth there than what might be there. Yeah. But I'm So I would really I movie. would actually argue that technically the Tim Burton version is better. It's just not as rewatchable as the first yeah, one. Totally. It's better. Yes. I if you like the book. If you had never seen the original, and yeah. a lot of the cast members never saw the original movie. Mm-hmm. How? Oh, that's amazing. Really? They never saw it. Yeah. yeah. Freddie Highmore specifically never watched the original. Hmm. Um, a lot of the people that made it never watched the original. So if you loved the book and you had no sense of that movie being made, this would be great for you. Mm-hmm. If you had that strong enough thing. Unfortunately, with that movie being made, 
it, there's no way, no matter what they put on the screen, was not going to match up to what we thought. And that's, that's kind of the theme that we keep yeah. coming across a lot of these movies. Uh, the Phantom Menace was the same way. There's nothing, absolutely nothing they could have put on that screen that would have made everybody happy. Yeah. Right. And this is the same thing. Um, it's a solid story. Phantom Menace is a solemn story. Solid story. Uh, there's just nothing that they could have done. But it's a lot of fun, and it wasn't completely – I was dreading it. Like, I can't see through <laughs> it. And then, but I, I, I found myself – enjoying it. I was like, you know what? It's not, it's not a bad character at all. I really like it. Yeah. I almost yeah. wish I brought my top hat today because I was ready for that because <laughs> we were going to do full with pictures and stuff. So, um, You guys, I thank you so much. Yeah, thank this you was for a fun us. experiment and this was just a fun thing. I really wish you guys at home could see these delicious treats. Please, please, please uh, visit fakeituntilyoubakeit.com. There's a dash between each word. Fake it be until you make it. <laughs> it's just yeah. till, right? Yeah, till. It's till you make yeah. it. With one L. Till, one I will link it. the crap out of that on the yeah. Facebook page and we'll also put it in the in the, in the the liner notes here for this episode. Yeah, follow us on Instagram. If Please you just do. literally type in fake, our, we our fake. face yeah. comes up. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Very cool. Great. They also have the, 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 the fit, right? Yeah, we have a Fake It To Bake It Fit, which is a separate Instagram page, and then a community group off of our Facebook page where we're doing healthy twists on recipes. And then you bring yeah. cookie, cookie And then cake, we bring junk that'll give you cavities mm. to this place. No, it, these yeah. looks delicious. Thank you so much. Uh, this was been thank a treat. You. I was yeah, really nervous you. about, like, man, this is just going to be an afterthought of a thing. We're gonna be talking about treats the whole time. Right. We got into this movie, and I'm really grateful. <laughs> yeah, and I wasn't yeah. something. Was I'm, I'm glad that we, we did this. I'm yeah, glad that out of all super the movies, fun. Was, thank you so much. Yeah, for thank you, thank you, Brett. Thank you, my friend. Uh, for of course, I really I really like what we've done here tonight. I think we did some really good work, and I'm happy. Same. Good job, um, Brett. Yeah, thanks. thanks. <laughs> good uh, job. This is Joey. This is gonna be the third time I'm gonna try this. If I, if I like it, I'll keep it. If not, uh, we want to thank you all for listening to the Be Kind Rewind, reminding you. If you're going to do a rewind, you might as well be kind. I've been Joey. Fake till you bake it. Fred Bastain. For everybody here at eastdrop.com. Thank you very much. <laughs>